0: to KBOO Portland. The time is 6 o'clock and next is Kitchen Table Conversation. Mary Postawait is back. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is John Chuck, host of The Beloved Community, every second Friday at 9 a.m. on KBOO right after Positively Revolting. This Friday, February 9th, I speak with Glenn Montgomery. He's the executive director of the Vision Action Network of Washington County. The mission of the Vision Action Network is to engage stakeholders across sectors to collaboratively address critical issues in Washington County. And some of those issues we will discuss include income inequality, cultural diversity, and housing and houselessness. I will take your phone calls as we work together to build the beloved community. This Friday, February 9th at 9 a.m. on KBOO.
2: KBOO Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor the screening of the film "Pinkwashing Exposed Seattle Fights Back, Friday, February 9th, 7 p.m. at the Fifth Avenue Cinema in Portland. Pinkwashing Exposed Seattle Fights Back tells the story of queer Palestinian solidarity activists. They successfully lobby the city of Seattle's LGBT commission to drop an Israeli government-supported tour featuring gay and lesbian activists. The film sheds light on what Pinkwashing is, how local activists are fighting back, and the resulting community backlash. Again, that's Pink Washing Exposed. Seattle Fights Back on Friday, February 9th, 7 p.m. at the 5th Avenue Cinema, 510 Southwest Hall Street in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. my chest lately, like, so... Got the world around us, Man, it's crashing and it's burning Got me praying to the Lord For better days and deep discernment I'm not nosy, I'm observant I acknowledge I ain't perfect Trying to turn the other cheek And trying to be the bigger person But it's easier to say It's all reflecting in my head No more dwelling on the past And being worried about what's next It's like I'm on my last breath in. But a noose around my neck in. And it's a and to reach this age It really is a blessing person and depression Got me stressing with this lesson Is God trying to tell me something? If he is and what's the message? I'm trying to get this money For my brother who's a college kid Crying to myself like thank the Lord God he really did it Leading by example wasn't hard And plus I dated women Taught them all I know Until you later I'm an auntie figure Now what's the difference If I'm sending in this contradiction Trying to write my wrongs But I go left and miss the whole picture Hazy vision cause I'm blazing Hanging
3: in the tree Hello hello once again This is Mary Pillswet You're listening to Kitchen Table Conversations On KBOO 90.7 FM So for those of you Who listen to my show regularly um, I wasn't here last month uh because of um my mouth basically um just to keep it real uh however i'm back and um i got a couple things i want to talk about um first and foremost i want to say again uh to those who listen and those who were surprised by what happened um in my december show i I apologize and i will um you know be sure to uh should pay more attention to that um also if you if i sound different i finally went and had my surgery done um for my teeth so (laughs) right now i have no teeth um so i might sound a little different to y'all but it's still me um and um also i want to i want to talk about (sighs) the last show i um it's been two months and i've i've it's been heavy on my mind. The the caller that called in um, at the end of that show. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, then okay. Um, I uh, it's not very often in life that people stump me, you know, and kind of have me at a loss for words. Um, and before I get into this, I want to just kind of like reiterate go back a little bit um uh years ago many many years ago i was a different person than i am today um more of a i'd say violent type person um you know i've grown up a lot in life and go through things or whatever and we are here where where we're at today but i want to say that because the last time i had my show um The caller that called in at the end, he was right. I I did uh, use a curse word. Um, I went back and I listened to myself and I did fully drop the whole word and you know, that's not okay. Um, However, with that being said, I, after that happened, turned around and apologized and you know, was willing to take my, uh, I don't wanna say punishment because we're we're not children, Um, but you know, Whatever came from that, I was willing to deal with it. But what consequence. I- consequence? Right, consequence. Uh, by the way, that's my daughter, uh, my Shaylee. Hey, hi. Um. But what I won't, what I, what I won't tolerate is threats of any kind of bodily harm. I I've listened to the last show a couple different times, um, just because. I wanna make sure that before I come on the air, I know what I'm talking about. Um, And let me be very, very clear about this. In no way, shape or form, is any kind of physical harm okay for anybody to inflict upon another person or thing or whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter how big, how hard, however, it doesn't matter. When I was on the air in December, at the very end of the show, I shut it down because I felt threatened and um, I felt like it was unjust. And I want to explain something, and it's actually kind of ironic that it all kind of fits together, but while this particular person called in and wanted to reprimand me for using a curse word, um you know I I feel like you threatening me is not okay cuz you you've never walked a day in my shoes. You don't know me. You ha- I I never had the chance to, you know, at least make up for the mistake I made. People make mistakes every day, and to threaten bodily harm on somebody is not okay, and I just want to let it be known that now that I went and had my surgery for my teeth, um, and, and as mad as it may make some people, I am specifically talking to somebody. Um, physical violence is the reason why my teeth are gone today. So when you f- threaten somebody with physical bodily harm, you don't know who you might be talking to or what that person has had to deal with I sit here today with zero teeth in my head because of physical violence. I made a mistake and said a cuss word. You threatened physical, physical harm to me. How in any way is that even remotely just? It's not. And I don't appreciate it and I don't think it was okay. I took my consequence like a woman, put my big girl panties on, and I was suspended for a show and that's okay. I knew that was gonna happen. But this particular caller has had me really feeling some kind of way the last couple days or the last couple months. And um, I think that it's important that people know that, you know, it's never okay to act like that. If you're upset with something that somebody says or does, that's okay. You can be upset, it's perfectly fine. What's not okay is for you to place judgment upon that person and then, you know, create a different atmosphere of unsafety for that particular person for a mistake that they made and you haven't given them the opportunity to even correct that mistake. You simply just cut it off right there and there. It's you know, um I was accused of being traumatizing to children with the word that I used, but don't you feel like threatening bodily harm upon somebody is just as or if not more traumatizing. People, we have to understand and we have to listen and and think about the things that we say and the people that we say them to. I pride myself nowadays on trying to be the best person I can be not judging other people and not, you know, looking at somebody and, and assuming things right off the bat, I try to, to learn something about that person. And I feel like if the gentleman that called in would have listened to my show more without jumping to conclusions right away, you would understand that I am a person who has been through a, many tragedies in my lifetime. And I've taken all of those and I've tried to turn it around and I've tried to teach others by Talking about the things that I've gone through and the things that I've done in my life and you know It's hard And nobody's perfect and nobody is always going to agree with everything everybody says and that is okay Um, But I I just have to say that I'm very offended and I felt very sad and my listeners were sad and my friends were sad and I just want to say that it's not okay to to treat people like that and we as a society are trying to heal ourselves and make this world a place where everybody can you know be people and by having that kind of behavior it doesn't it doesn't work It, it just isn't gonna happen you know now i could have been the person i was 20 years ago and cussed you out and called you all kinds of names and threatened you back and did all this extra stuff that i would have done but that's not me now you know i realize that that's not the right thing to do and so if you're listening the gentleman that called and yes i say gentleman because i am a grown woman and two wrongs don't make a right I want you to hear me clearly. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling in on my show and letting the people that listen to the show know that there's still people like you out there. That's why I do what I do. Listeners, people like that, they'll never have it right in their own head in life. Misery loves company. And It just goes to show that no matter who you are, there's always gonna be somebody who wants to tear you down. There's always gonna be somebody who wants to make you feel some kind of way or shame you in some kind of way or however it may be, something negative. There's always going to be that negativity there, always. And this just goes to show it. But in all reality, I wanted to quit I wanted to stop doing this show because it made me feel like everything that I do isn't worth it but I'm not because I have a story to tell and somewhere out there is somebody going through something that will hear what I'm saying and realize That they can change it and will change it for themselves for the better and that's why I continue I I will continue to do what I do and I will continue to be on the air Um, I can't let one person dictate the rest of my future just like I tell others not to do Um, you know when I came here today Today has been kind of a trying day for me. I It hasn't been one of my good days. Um, I didn't really have anything planned on what I was gonna say. I just knew that I was gonna kind of talk about a couple things. Um, and I, I really want to make you know these points clear that of course there's always gonna be differences in people, good or bad, but you know, We have to stop and pay attention, people. Really, we do. I'm a 44-year-old woman, and a perfect stranger had me questioning my values and what I've been trying to do. Somebody I've never met a day in life. That hasn't happened in a very, very long time. And it made me see things a little differently, Um, just a little bit. But I don't don't know I'm almost at a loss for words Um, you know in my daily life I cuss a lot a lot and I say what I want to say when I want to say it and how I want to say it and I try to do it respectfully and I try to you know I always explain what it is that I'm talking about so that everybody, you know, understands or can understand what it is that I'm, I'm talking about or get it or whatever. Um, but I'm very real and very raw. And so when I started doing this show, you know, there's rules and regulations and stuff. And I was very nervous because I am so raw and I can be so real. And because of that, you know, just normally my my normal vocabulary there are curse words in it some may think that's not okay and that's all right you don't have to like it um, but it doesn't change the fact that I do cuss a lot so I, I try very 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 hard to pay attention to what I say um, and try not to offend people by my own opinions um, and here I'm feeling like the roles got reversed and I was the one that was being offended um, because I wasn't being accepted 100% uh, with all my flaws and all. And I guess I have to realize that not everybody's gonna like me and that's okay too. You either like me or you love me, either way. No,
1: that's not how it goes.
3: It is how it goes.
1: You said you either like me or you love me. I
3: mean, hate me or love me, that's right. Okay, see? Now, what would I do without Marshalia? See, this is the thing.
1: She doesn't know.
3: Yeah. Um, I've been, you know, this is what was, now that I'm done talking about what happened on the last show and why. Right, let's get this I feel, show on the roll. Shut up. Why I feel uh, whatever. Um, you made me forget what I was going to say. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, you don't. Um, anyway, I, uh, what was I just saying? oops so anyway um, now that I got that out of the way um, since I uh, I got my teeth all pulled out on February 11th January 11th January it's not even the 11th of February (laughs) (laughs) yeah January 11th right and see that's thank you Dill. see there it is that's what I was going to say as I get older I start to realize that my memory is going and it's kind of scary a little bit a little scary a little bit uh, because I don't remember a lot of things so much, um, but, but, but I remembered January 11th. I almost said February again. January 11th, I got my teeth pulled out. So now my whole reason in going back to that is I've noticed that since I got my teeth pulled, that not only do I have more energy, um, but she looks better. I feel better in my head. Like, my head feels better. She
1: doesn't feel congested is what she right. means. Because she felt like she had, like, this infection. Like, my head was going to fall off. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's not there. Like, she doesn't smell it. She right. doesn't and taste it. Right.
3: And it's all gone and everything yeah. is, is whatever. But um, since that's happened, I'm like, <laughs> guess what? I got something to say. And I say it now. Because, you know, I just feel like I have more energy to be able to have that. That prolonged conversation sometimes whenever i got something to say mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um but yeah so that's a good thing you know anybody who knows me knows me knows that you know 44 years old and the dentist and me are not friends i can't stand them they're scary they but, put
1: her to sleep
3: yeah it did i was happy so and i
1: sat with one i sat with wonderful delphine
3: yeah you know i had a i had somebody tell me one time they're trying to make me upset and i said why don't you go get your teeth fixed honey please i can get my teeth fixed you'll be ugly forever um sorry i'll have new teeth by the end of april beginning of may i can't wait i gonna be able to eat some steak i eat steak now but i'm gonna be able to really, really? eat some steak
1: no i'm kidding <laughs> it's been a challenge
3: it's been a challenge eating you know because um, i'm a meat and potatoes type of girl I love me some meat and potatoes and she
1: shoves down hamburgers I can't
3: I can't eat it like I would want to you know I can't really chew it very well
1: she has to eat pizza with a fork and knife
3: <laughs> and very little bites <laughs> I feel like I'm fading I'm feeding a baby um yeah but it's all worth it uh my kid's father asked me he was like it, it doesn't bother you to walk around with the no teeth you know because when I first came home I was joking about it making funny comments and stuff because it was funny to me and you know honestly I had to say no I no, it doesn't bother me to walk around with no teeth no it does not because if you knew what I what I had gone through and why it was that way and all of this stuff that I was going through with the teeth in my head you would know why I don't care that I don't have any teeth right now right now my head feels great <laughs> you feel me sometimes I think I still have them I go to bite something and oh yeah, there's no teeth. Um, Duh, so, you know. But um, no, it don't bother me at all. It's not embarrassing and none of that. But you know, those who think it might be, I guess you really don't know the story or you haven't been through it so you don't understand. Um, Tooth pain is no joke. And especially when you have more than one (laughs) that is in pain, it's not okay. So um, yeah. Well, anyway, with that being said, that's, just wanted to let that be known. So, uh, what's going on with you, Marshalia? What else has happened in the last two months since I've been on the air? Mm. You're still-
1: <gasps> Oh! We got my sister. Yes, we did. Hey.
3: Yes, we did. So, uh, for a while, um, my, my kid's father has a daughter and things weren't going well in her family and things happened. And so he's been fighting to get custody ever and it's it's now coming down to you know everything's being wrapped up and he's gonna get custody of her, so that's a posi- that's a positive thing. Um, we have a caller, Jeff. are you there?
4: I'm here. How are hello. you? Hello? hello ladies uh, what a what a great pleasure to have you back, Mary and I want you to breathe. And I want you to breathe deeply. And this is all now in the past. It is. All right. That being said, now that your teeth are gone, there's plenty of more room for words. And absolutely.
3: Can <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's it's been quite um, quite the experience talking <laughs> with no teeth. I whistle now.
4: <laughs> right now, 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 can you can you tell us maybe a little more about that experience? I mean, you said you're kind of dentist phobic. Well, and I, I mean, so many of us are. We hear that simple uh, and we, uh, just the simple sound of that drill, and we're just out of our mind.
3: Uh, I I can. Like, I um, I it started when I was younger. Um, we had gone. To, I had a lot of uh, problems with my teeth when I was younger. I didn't have very good enamel. My teeth weren't very strong at birth, and when my adult teeth came in they weren't very strong either but before that the dentist that I went to um, was absolute torture and me and my brother um, well I can't even speak for my brother I'll just speak for myself Um, it was horrible and I would tell my mom and I don't think she believed me until she experienced it for herself and but by that time the damage was already done I had been like go into this dentist for like a year and all the while he's torturing me. He's There's no anesthetic. He's putting his hand over my nose and my mouth and tell me I can't. he's not gonna release it until I stop crying. And it was just a horrible experience. And ever since then, whenever I go to the dentist and they bring in the little tools that they're gonna do your teeth with, I, I'm up and out. I, I It's like this, I don't know, like I'm gonna die feeling I, and, and I leave and
4: um but. I absolutely understand and so you said they put you out which is I suppose a good thing. Yes. Uh, it was. Uh, but 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 was the was the uh, for lack of a better phrase the customer service of these people uh, something that kept you comfortable?
3: Um absolutely actually you know well at first he, the the first guy, he was kind of talking a lot, you know, trying to make me comfortable. But what he didn't really realize was if he would have just been quiet, that would have been more comfortable for me. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. it's okay. I, I knew what he was trying to do, so I didn't get upset. Um, But I don't even remember falling asleep. So once I fell asleep, woke up, my daughter was there, good to go. I was ready to go mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> I, I, took- I wasn't even – I was still dizzy and hazy when I got out of the, the – Recovery rooms and she I was, was ready so to go. ready to
1: go after her <laughs> surgery that she tried to leave before she got discharged <laughs> I think that was my you go, girl. You go,
5: girl. oh yeah, and she
1: didn't remember a picture that I took of her or anything, so she was ready. but I got it
3: done, and you know i I am happy that I got it done because there at the end of before it was happening, I was fighting with the insurance company and all of that about mm. get, yeah, about mm. going to sleep and all the work that needed to be done, and I was just like. I was getting sick. You know, I could feel myself getting sick. But it, it was more than just like uh, cold, you know, oh, I got an infection, sick. It was like mentally, it was making me mentally. Nauseated. N- like I couldn't think right. My my Mentally
4: nauseated. Yeah, mm-hmm. my,
3: my thoughts were jumbled. I couldn't. Yeah,
1: that's a good I, I word I was stuttering.
3: For it. I was mixing things up. I was forgetting a lot of things. And so I really, I, I believe that it was like, doing a lot more than just you know my teeth breaking off and um mary
4: Mary, Mary, one one other question if you'll permit me sure um now thank whatever deity it is you think that uh that that this insurance covered this Mm -hmm. but now tell me tell me there are new teeth in your future
3: there are new teeth in my future (laughs) that's
4: (laughs) <laughs> um, and, that, and that this also is is covered in some way, is okay. Well. And, and you know, you're, you know that you know fundamentally in your heart you're going to be all right.
3: Well, I know I'll be all right whether I have teeth or not. But, um, yeah, my insurance is going to do the denture, you know, the permanent denture thing. But I'm actually going to go and try and see what I can do about getting some implants, you know, a permanent implant. Um, Good for you. So I think I might want to, you know, look into that because... You know, I don't know. Why not just make it the whole package now? The the bad ones are gone. Put some new ones in. You know, Indeed. be great again. You know, <laughs> you know. But for right now, I think I want to model the no tooth uh, look, look for a while, because you know she's having and, a and lot it. of fun with it. I Jeff. really <laughs> am having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I really and, am. And
4: you know, and you know, you, you know, you're going to learn a very important lesson through this, and 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 not only the gumming of food. <laughs> A, a, a fundamental lesson in and of itself. But the idea that, uh, and this is something I think you might find is mildly amusing. Uh, you often say of so and so on the playground, oh, ignore them, they'll go away. <laughs> the only place where ignore them, they will go away is true is with your teeth. And so this is your opportunity to know what it's like. Yeah. In, in, in a way that's more than just coming your food, which is going to be a real challenge and a real discipline.
3: Oh, yeah, it's but, great. But you're,
4: you're, 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 and, and you know, even at the tender age, of, was it 44, for heaven's sake, you spring chicken, you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and you know that in other worlds, you surely would have been sent away on the ice floe because you could no, no longer actually soften the leather.
3: That's crazy. So, <laughs> it's... You know, socially unacceptable in places, I guess, to not have teeth. But that's okay. You know, I'm working you, with
4: it. You are entirely acceptable. I believe I speak on behalf of most of your audience, including the gentleman of <laughs> whom you speak. And I says you are entirely welcome and you are entirely encouraged to continue, to, to carry on, to press forward. Well, and, thank you. And, you know, I, I really, really appreciate your program and the very fact that you have taken my call. And and accept the encouragement is encouraging in and of itself. I wish you the very, very best.
3: Thank you very much. I really appreciate you calling in. We're Thank gonna you, Mary. we're gonna go to break now. Um I have to use the restroom again. I'll be back in two and two.
5: Your style, your smile, your peace mentality Lord, have mercy on me I was blind, now I can see What I came supposed to be Baby, I feel free Come on and go with me Let's take a long walk Around the park after dark Find a spot for us to spark Conversation, verbal elation, stimulation, J.I. Situation, temptation, education, relaxation, elevation. Maybe we can talk about Sora, 3118. Your background, it ain't squeaky clean shit. Sometimes we all got to swim upstream. You ain't no saint, we all a sinner. But you put your good foot down to make you soul the winner. So fat. And you're all that plus supreme. Then you're humble, man. I'm numb your feeling. I can feel everything that you bring. Let's take a long walk around the park after dark. Find a spot, us to spot. Conversation, verbal elation, stimulation. Share our situation, temptation, education, relaxation elevation maybe we could talk about revelations 317 or maybe we could see a movie or maybe we could see a play on saturday or maybe we could read and feel the breeze and listen to a symphony or maybe chill and just be, or maybe maybe we could take a cruise and listen to the roots, or maybe eat some pasta food or maybe fly to the blues or maybe we could just be silent Doe you baby Doodal.
3: table conversations. I'm Mary Pulsaway in the studio is my daughter Marshalia. Hello. You're listening to K 90.7 FM. So while we were on a break, Marshallia you said you had something you wanted to talk about.
1: Well yeah kind of. Uh it was when we were sitting outside so before we came in to the station me and my mom walked to the store and she went to go walk inside of the station and I told her no, that I just wanted to sit outside. So she came and she sat next to me and we just sat there and we were just talking about, um, you know, the buildings and how people don't recognize, you know, the beauty in the buildings, like the old buildings and stuff. And I guess I just wanted to say that people should do that more. Not, like, look at the buildings, but take time like that to just sit down, especially with her kid. Like, you know, my mom could have been like, oh, no, you know, I want to go inside. But instead, she actually listened. She sat down, and we had just a conversation with each other. And, you know, conversations always lead into something else. Um, There's always, like, a deeper meaning. And just doing that, I don't know, it just... Those are the little things, I guess, that I'll remember.
3: Mm-hmm. The memories that you put in your Rolodex in your head.
1: So I don't know. It was cool.
3: Um. Yeah. Oh, my daughter had a moment outside of. Yeah, K-Boo. I did.
1: Well, not yeah. <laughs> o- outside of Kebu, but like with you, I guess. Yeah. It's just it's those little things, you know. Like, and I don't think parents really realize. And not just parents, but I don't think adults realize when a young person is trying, not all, but when a young person is trying to reach out to them or, you know, they don't recognize signs. You know, a kid could had been saying that really needing somebody to listen to them. And if if you don't take the time, then how are you going to know if
3: what it was? Right. I feel you. Um, We've talked about that before on the show. Uh, um, and I've I've told my listeners that you know I've given them challenges and one of them was to find them um, a younger person who you know maybe they just want to put some wisdom in their ear or maybe they need some kind of mentoring or whatever um, and to really listen you know to what it is that they have to say whether you think it's right or wrong it doesn't really matter uh, what we think at that particular moment we just want them to sit down and you know, tell us what's on their mind and what they're going through because, you know, like she said, we as adults, we don't think about the fact that we're not the only ones in life that actually stress over things. When we stress, our children stress also. So they have things that they go through too. And, um, you know, so I figure if we just listen and, 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 even if it's just one time, just sit them down and listen, just mm-hmm. listen to everything that they're saying. It doesn't, you know no judgment no you know you're wrong for this or you'll probably
1: whatever. be surprised at what they say you will and you know like i guess i have to say i'm thankful you know not only to have my mom but i have so many other people around me who who do listen you know like for example i have the team at Lloyd Center you know the from POIC and Rosemary Anderson you know who come up to Lloyd Center help Lloyd Security. You know I have those people who, and they listen. You know to whatever's going on, my family problems, whatever issue, at work, whatever. You know and sometimes that's all a person needs is a, another person. You know yep. another outlook for for them to help you step out of your own head or you know look in from a different person's perspective or you know and. Mm-hmm it helps
3: it does it really does um you know life it, it, you can't live it alone as much as you may want to or think you can you got to have some kind of input from somewhere else you know just to, uh, to stay human if anything you know <laughs> um and it doesn't it's not just necessarily for kids and adults you know it's really for everybody because again like i said earlier in the show you never know what a person that you see has gone through you know, they may say something real simple, like when my daughter said, no, I wanna stay outside. Now, what if I w- you know, didn't listen? And what if she was really having a bad day and maybe something bad was going through her head? You know, I don't know what's going through her brain. So you just sit down and, and you just, you know, talk, whatever. Even if it's just being quiet, you know, it, it's the whole, you know, trying to make that connection and, and just at least being there for them, you know, or whatever it may be in their head
1: right because my intent of sitting outside was to just look at the sky and you know enjoy the the cool breeze but yet we had a wonderful conversation and I learned some things that I didn't know and um uh a brick and mortar building like I didn't know when people said that you know it was what it meant the, the right what it meant or what kind of building it was so you know there's always you can always learn from things too you know like you always, I always learn something new every day. So
3: I learn something new every day too, and I'm the and I'm supposed to be the grown up. You're <laughs> supposed to be right. <laughs> this, I teach She's her my grown up, um, and
2: she teaches me.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is like that. Excuse me. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know. You don't know what people go through. And nowadays, it's uh, it's rough. You know, the struggle is real, and there's people out there that are in situations that they never fathom that they would find themselves in. You know, nowadays it's it's so hard uh, to just be, um, let alone having to be, you know, and have other beings with you that you have to be for. You know, you know, it, it it's a struggle. It can be, and it it can it can weigh down on people. You know, so again, like I've told you in in previous shows, you know, be cautious of what you say to people, or you know how you. You interact with people because you don't know who who they are, or they don't know you. Everybody has a story to tell, and you know, unless you're willing to listen to it, then you know, don't don't make comments or judgments on somebody else's story. Um, there may be valid reasons for it. You know, um, you may save somebody's life one day. You never know. Um, so just try and you know, at least be polite to people. You don't have to go out of your way, but you don't have to be negative to them either. You know, you just may, re- you just may find that you can make a friend, you, you, you can, you know, find a whole bunch of positivity in just being, you know, I guess non-negative to people on the street or optimistic. just in general, yeah, there you go, optimistic. I'm an optimist, that's me. <laughs> my, half of my family are optimists and half of my family are pessimists, so it's an equal amount. We we balanced each other out, I guess. Maybe sometimes, I'm both. Maybe, I don't know. I try to see the bright thing and everything, right side of everything. I try, but sometimes it's hard.
1: Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, okay, yeah.
3: Yeah. So um,
1: I guess that was my real food for thoughts
3: Food for thought. So, um, update on my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful son. He's big as ever, and um, Mm -hmm. same. Everything's the same. He, it's just him, and I love him very much. Oh, and I want to send a shout out to Alicia. Um, I don't know if you're listening, honey. Yes, she is. But I'm sure you are. And I want to tell you that I appreciate you a lot. You have been there a lot for um, my family and my daughter. And I just think that, you know, it's nice to be appreciated and thank you for being real and being real unconditionally. So, we have invited you into our family. So, I just wanted to let you know that. There you go.
1: Aw. Well, if you go on live, you'll see that she's crying.
3: <laughs> Shut up, Marjorie. <laughs>
1: I'm just keeping it real. I'm I on mean, live, it too. it is kitchen table conversations.
3: Yeah, I'm on my reason. So yeah. Well, while
1: we're giving shout outs, I have a lot of shout outs. Well, I'm just gonna say to whoever's listening that I asked to listen. So Taylor, Zoe, Vianna, Dad. yeah, Dad, Kevin, Alicia. I don't know if Brenda's listening. And whoever's on Facebook.
3: Everybody. Yeah. You know, we try to.
1: What's up, y'all?
3: Those of you who we don't say. <laughs> sorry we're thinking it (laughs) we are i promise you that we're thinking it i just don't you know my memory's bad i'm i'm getting like i don't know i don't know maybe there's some damage done there who knows i don't remember anything my rolodex is starting to fall apart
1: do we have any pet peeves
3: (sighs) any pet peeves it's been a
1: minute like we haven't done pet peeves it's been a while like what
3: (sighs) yeah um a pet peeve is when somebody sees you and automatically assumes something right away they haven't said a word, they haven't asked a question. They just see you and assume. Mm. That's yeah. a pet peeve. Don't look at me and assume something because the way I look and the way I am are different. <laughs> yeah. That's So that's a big pet peeve for me. Um, how about you?
1: I don't know, I'm trying to think. That's a pet peeve of mine. I don't know, Dell. You got a pet peeve?
0: Of course I do. Yes, i know. <laughs> I'm you like, you do. we I haven't really heard from Dell. She's our engineer. What's going on? Um, well, I agree, kind of, with Mary. That's also pet peeves of mine when uh, people kind of judge before um, uh, knowing or you know just on first sight. But I think my bigger pet peeves is just the fact that as human beings, we're unable to like treat each other as fellow human beings. I feel like, um, you know, we have established this kind of hierarchy in between us, and especially in between, like, youth and adults. Like, I see you two interact, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's one of my big pet peeves, like when adults are just unable to talk with youth and not trying to.
1: Mm, That's a good one. I got a pet peeve, and it makes my blood boil, so it's a really bad pet peeve. But I've been on Facebook lately, and Mm -hmm. Facebook is always Mm -hmm. drama, but there's just been a lot of stuff on Facebook lately about people or parents abusing their child. And abusing their kid and oh my goodness. Yeah, Look, people keep like, your hands
3: off these children. This is Man, disgusting. what does
1: a baby do to you? Nothing. The baby cries, okay, it wants to be fed, changed, bathed, something, I don't know. But really oh stop
3: posting that ooh. stuff.
1: Right. It's not it's not funny, it's not amusing. Right. It actually makes people hurt and
3: yeah
1: that that type of stuff gets to me so much like it made me cry I was yeah, so too. mad and so upset at that we
3: that is one of the
1: biggest things yeah we do
3: we have a caller Stevie are you there
1: I am hi hi hi
3: how are you tonight
1: well and I don't know how to follow that last subject yikes <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no
1: but i i was having this conversation with my daughter actually about we were in the car and i usually try to be really mellow but when i lean this is my pet peeve when i lean forward really fast to look back and forth for safety and my seat belt locks up
5: oh god
1: right then
3: it's like it's gonna cut your chest off <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. okay so i never get an opportunity to bet on that and i know it's not a big deal, but I appreciate your time. Thank you. Not of a problem. Course, Thank anybody. you for calling.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I hate it when that happens. Me too. I hate it. I me mean, too. It's locking you in, but maybe you really need to get out. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> it's That's,
1: so annoying. I like that yeah, one. It
3: really is one of mine, too. Yeah. Thank you. Or toilet seats up in the middle of the night. Another pet. Oh. My I, My son asked me about that the other day. He, he asked me, why do people, why do, um, he said people, but then he said girls. Why do girls get so upset when guys leave the toilet? Because seat we up? don't want to fall in. Right. At three o'clock in the morning when I get up to have to use the restroom, I don't I got sleep in my eyes. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it to the bathroom. You know I do not I c I don't I can't see anything. I don't want to sit down and go swimming. I that's not that's not <laughs> what I want to do at three o'clock in the morning. You feel me? So um I'm yeah. glad
0: he actually got the Introspection enough to even ask.
3: He right. realize <laughs> right. this is something upsetting.
1: Seriously, it is.
3: Yes, and that's a pet peeve. I will have to say that I don't have too much of a problem with that at my house, um, but we had seen it on TV, and that's what brought it up. Uh, but he—he's pretty good about that, so I'll give him his props for that. You know, you live with a bunch of women, you know, <laughs> you know the rules.
1: i forgot what i was gonna
3: did you have a pet peeve
1: i did and you made me lose my train of thought
3: oh i'm sorry it's okay pet peeve when animals animal owners let their animals go with no leash and then want to blame you when your leashed animal gets mad
1: look my dog (laughs) is always outside on a leash with one of us
3: if a dog runs up to my dog and my dog snatches it up off the street is it my dog's fault because my dog is on a leash, or is it your fault for allowing your dog to run around and do whatever it wants to do?
1: Mm.
3: Well, by oh, law, it'd be my fault. I
1: remember my pet peeve. <laughs> Go
3: ahead.
1: So, look, I know it's—I know moms are trying, <laughs> trying to be safe when they do it, <laughs> but when they gotta slam on the brakes and they put their arm out, like, what is your arm really gonna do?
3: You know, I'm—I have to speak on this. <laughs> <laughs> As a mom. I got to stay on that. It's like it's your fingers, automatic, okay. It's an automatic reaction.
1: Response. I know. You know,
3: trying to save, make sure that, you know, the kids are safe. I'm going to tell you a story. One time. Oh. No, listen. One time we we're driving and the seatbelt was broke. Okay. So I was holding the seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding the seatbelt down. You know, you were in the in the seat and I'm holding it real tight and you couldn't move. You're like stuck trying to move so you couldn't move um and something happened where the car jerked but you didn't go nowhere and i was like see this is why we have that reaction because we're trying to protect you in case of things like that you know what i mean gotta be strong block it (laughs) you know what
1: i mean Uh, i wish everybody could see her little gestures (laughs) lived experience is the best absolutely that was
3: do I? yeah that was you
1: whoa great great so well i guess i guess it's not really a pet peeve i guess it's just something funny that because i think all kids think that okay mom what's your arm really gonna do it can really actually
3: do a lot i guess so (laughs) believe it or not you know and and you know if anything it's a clothesline so you ain't going nowhere period
1: well your arms are as big as
3: this is like a body yeah you know just covering the whole thing you just
1: i don't yeah. even know
3: it's a wall i'm a wall
1: a football it's field great. like so, my mom's arm is so long
3: i have a six foot arm span
1: yeah so but any average person their arm don't go across your chest and across I your i give face. good
3: hugs not as good as my son though
1: when you give hugs yeah when she gives hugs that's that's a good that's
3: thing. right because i don't very often When you do get a hug from me, you better cherish it. I don't like touching people.
1: I I give her hugs. (laughs) She does it on purpose. Yeah. I like I said, I give her hugs.
3: Yeah. People who know me like, well, I'm just gonna have to take it. (laughs) You can't ask for one, you have to take it from me. Yeah. You know.
1: I love hugs.
3: Yeah, they can be all right.
1: I like to feel loved.
3: Yeah. Everybody likes to feel loved. Hmm. We're having a moment.
5: We are yeah right <laughs> <laughs> to Valentine's talk. Day is you, next
0: week
1: oh, oh man
3: I asked Marshailey in the store will you be my valentine and she said will you I be mine her. and and then what did you say
1: only if you can wait till the 15th so you can be a cheap date <laughs>
3: <laughs> can you believe that <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like well I'm alone on Valentine's Day as long as you don't give me a cat Are you going to get 50% of chocolate? (laughs) Yeah, 50% everything. (laughs) Right. Hey, but you know what? Chocolate, teddy bear, flowers, the whole nine. (laughs) A card. Oh my goodness. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a date. Hold on.
1: I got to throw a Pepsi in there too.
3: Absolutely. I think one of the best. Yeah, I used to smoke I'll pay cigarettes.
1: full price for the Pepsi.
3: <laughs> I used to smoke Newport cigarettes. And, you know, when you're a cigarette smoker, cigarettes are like a great gift. So, so one year for, I think it was my birthday.
1: Yeah, me and dad. My,
3: my kid's father and my daughter put like 10, two liters of Pepsi. Because, you know, that's my crack. It's Pepsi Cola.
1: It was Pepsi, Titsy Rolls, and Newport cigarettes, and we put it in a big old basket. That and all I, sounds like no, crack, sorry. That, <laughs> no, it
3: was in the car. Oh, that's right. It was in the car yeah, and they it was had in the car. they had put it inside the car and yeah, Road. Yeah, she had to like
1: go find it.
3: I was like, wow. But it was tight though, because I, I really liked it. Now if you got me cigarettes, I'd probably look at you like you're stupid. Really? Like, Yeah you know it's funny that i smoked cigarettes for so long for over 30 years and now i do but i don't smoke as much however the smell of a cigarette is absolutely disgusting to me it is so nasty i i would i remember even even when i smoked not wanting to smell like a cigarette um i don't know how often i succeeded in that but you know I don't know. <laughs> I try. Never, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, so um, the cigar isn't the same. I mean, it is, but it isn't. I still shouldn't smoke that, but you know, hey. Yeah, it is the same. N- eh, yeah, it is. It is. It doesn't have the same. <laughs> added. I'm like trying to justify my cigar smoking. No, it Mary. It still gives you burgers. Smoking disease. is bad for you.
5: <laughs> it is. Hey. Don't no. Make-
3: Throat. Yeah, how dare I? But yeah, so don't smoke, kids. It's bad for your health. Um, that's my surgeon general's warning.
0: Well, that's one of my pet peeves. You know, is like if cigarettes are so bad, why do they exist? You know? Right? <laughs> why do they uh,
3: sell? Because yeah. they
0: make a lot of money. That's
1: I why. Know, I know. That's the
3: yeah. only thing really good about them. That's my pet peeve. Mm, Capitalism. Yeah. 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 If money was wiped away, I wonder how people would ever survive.
0: I really (laughs) wondered. I have a few ideas.
3: Oh yeah, me too. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I got a few ideas. So we're um, we got just a few minutes left. Uh, So I just kind of want to like I'm I'm sitting here. My daughter's on live, but I'm sitting here looking at this post that has food on it. Um, Because I'm very hungry. <laughs> and I'm like. I actually,
1: know, I'm looking at this Twix I got, and I'm like, can't
3: I can't eat it. I can't eat on the air because it sounds really bad in the microphone. So, you know, I'm holding off. But my friend Trey, he keeps posting pictures with food, and that's not fair. That That's not okay. I don't want to play this game anymore. I'm hungry. I don't want to look at that no more. <laughs> it's not fair I don't want to play (laughs) but anyway so before we leave I just want to let everybody know that you know even though you go through um, things hurdles in life uh, you go through ups and downs absolutely don't let them get you down don't let them you know bring you down or pave your future for you you can't change other people and you can't change things that have already happened. All you can do is learn from the lesson and move on with your life. So. What
1: doesn't kill you makes you stronger.
3: Absolutely. And my lesson is for myself, I guess I would say, would be that, you know, it's okay for other people to not have the same opinion as mine. Um, And it's okay for them to, you know, maybe not necessarily like Uh, me or something that I say. Not everybody has to like me and that's okay, you know. Um, And that I shouldn't cuss on the air. That was my other lesson. (laughs) My engineer is laughing at me. Um, So yeah, I learned my lesson uh, and I will, again, try very hard to watch my tongue next time um, and in the future and I will not let it get me down and I will be coming back Month after month on kitchen table conversations, so that I can talk to all of you and we can just sit down and have a regular conversation like a regular person um, and talk about things that are relevant for us, you know? Um, no particular topic, just whatever you go through in your life on a daily basis, because um, it makes a difference. So, if ever you want to call in um, and you just want to talk, please, please keep it positive. Please, no negative calls. Um, we we try not to hurt people's feelings here. Doesn't always work, but hey, we try. So please keep it positive, keep it clean. But I welcome all of your calls, and I welcome all of your comments, and I love to do what I do. So um, I want to end with a song from Tupac, uh, Keep Your Head Up. Um, So I'm gonna let her get that ready, and I'm going to go ahead and get off the air. And I love every one of you out there, and I hope that you guys are safe in your lives, and I hope that you get everything that you need in life and more. Be be good to each other, and be safe. Bye. I save the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots I give a holler to my sister's own welfare two pockets. kids, if don't nobody else can And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head
5: And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave Cause sister, you don't need I ain't trying to catch up, I just call them how I see You know what makes me unhats that When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a match And since we all came from a woman Got our name from a woman and I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women Why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women Time to heal our women, be real to our women and if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep it. Give me your up. we I remember Marvin Gay used to sing to me He had me feeling like black was the thing to be And suddenly the kettle didn't seem so tough And though we had it rough, we always had enough I was been of by my curfew and broke the rules Ran with the local crew and had a smoke or two I realized mama really did
0: to KBOO Portland the time is 7 o'clock and next is Keeping It Real tonight would have been uh, episode 20 and we are airing episode 1 so this is uh, kind of going back uh, to about a year and a half ago when the show first started so stay tuned for Keeping It Real next
1: February 13th, 1983 KBOO Community Radio held an open house to celebrate moving into a building that we could come to own here at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue. Join us Tuesday, February 13th for the 35th anniversary of the Open House Moving In Party. Food, drinks, tours, and memories will be on hand as we
0: celebrate 35 years in this building and 50 years of Kabu. That's the 35th anniversary open house Tuesday.